Park Hopping Podcast number 12. Another crappy podcast production. Hello once again, live via podcasting delay from the city of Anaheim on Tuesday, December the 13th. And this is another miniature park hopping podcast Disneyland trip report update. I want to be honest about trip reports. I've never really been a fan of trip reports because uh, most of the trip reports sound all alike. We got here, we did this, we ate here, we did this, we rode this, and that really doesn't interest me. So I certainly don't mind it if no one listens to any of these updates because I probably won't be listening to them. But today was a Disneyland focus trip trying to cross off even more things on our list to make sure we tried to ride everything in the park except for the things we just can't handle. Like, I can't ride the teacups, and I probably can't handle spinny rides like Dumbo or the Astro Orbiter anymore without getting ill. So other than that, uh, we started off, um, they were doing an early entry for hotel guests, which means they didn't open up Main Street an hour before like sometimes they do. Basically, when Disneyland is at peak times and the parks open at 8 a.m., they don't let people in early until 8 a.m. But when the park opens later at 9, a lot of times they will open up Main Street at 8 a.m. so you can go shopping, get some coffee and pastries, and then be ready to do the rope drop at 9 o'clock down in front of the castle, actually at the end of Main Street. Today was kind of one of those uh, middle-of-the-road days where we kind of got in earlier at about 8.40, but we couldn't do anything else in the park, but hotel guests could get in as early as 8 or maybe, well, somewhere around there, and could take a special route to get into Disneyland proper to enjoy some attractions. But today we spent the first hour focusing on things that normally have had lines later on in the day because they don't have Fast Pass or whatever. So we got to ride Gadget's Go Coaster and Buzz Lightyear, Snow White, Pinocchio, Alice, and Mr. Toad. Basically did a lot of the Fantasyland things. Um, We didn't jump on Alice and Peter Pan immediately, so they had longer lines than we wanted to wait in by the time we were done. So uh, those just got skipped today. But, you know, the strategy for hitting everything in the park involves tackling so many things during the that first hour, including things like Peter Pan, which, you know, unless you want to wait 40 minutes to an hour on a busy day, do it in the morning. We got to listen to the Dapper Dance. They weren't actually on the schedule. They're doing shows, I think, Tuesday through Saturday or something like that, but the schedule was actually incorrect, and they commented on how they weren't listed, so it was a nice surprise to run into them and listen to them do their Christmas set out in front of the porch area, which used to be the Wizard of Bra store way back when. Rode a lot of other rides um, today, of course. Space Mountain we keep doing thanks to using Fast Pass. Walked through Tarzan's Treehouse. Rode Pirates of the Caribbean again and Big Thunder and Splash Mountain again. Splash Mountain we're using the single rider line so you get to walk up the exit and, and be placed in the next log that has an empty spot. So sometimes you're on literally within a few minutes of getting there. Sometimes I've you know waited 10 or 15 minutes. But when the outside line is as high as you know 50 minutes, an hour and a half, um, it got up to about 50 minutes today, which was surprising because it was really kind of chilly outside. Anyway, it's always nice to get in at a fraction of that time thanks to single riders. Haunted Mansion Holiday, you know, I've been trying to hit the holiday rides like that every uh, every day that I could just to look for more differences in details. Um, actually, during the day, Mike from RideRefurbs.com met up with all of us at the park and we got to discuss a lot of things and just kind of hang out and get caught up with latest Disney rumors. We took a ride on the Disneyland Railroad looking for things and so what I say about noticing changes in the park. I don't know how many times I've ridden the railroad, but I'd never noticed out past the New Orleans Square Frontierland Station. There's a little doghouse. That name above it says Indiana, which made us immediately think of Indiana Jones number three, where uh, 
Indy's dad says. We named the dog Indiana, so I don't know if that's a Indiana Jones reference or not, but it was cute. Um, and then of course, I had to ride the Indiana Jones ride and see Honey, I Shrunk the Audience and got a really good first-year Jungle Cruise skipper with Class of 2005 on his name, name badge, which was good. Caught the Billy Hill and Hillbillies Christmas show, which was nice that it was somewhat different from the ones I've seen in the past. And, um, of course, you know, Space Mountain multiple times. Uh, also got to ride the Mark Twain, and I'll talk more about that. It's got to do something different that I've never done before, um, which I actually didn't know you could do. That'll be the subject of a, another podcast coming up when I get back home and can record better-sounding ones. Um, oh, yeah, also got to take a look at the, the Tiki Room again, just for completeness. Something that I will say about the fireworks They've added projections on front of It's a Small World Holiday using the same projection systems that they're using to add things to the castle during the 50th anniversary fireworks. Well, when you're standing back in front of Small World, you get to see very, very little of the show because most of it's happening behind you or off to the side. But they have got a synchronized projection going on over the entire facade of It's a Small World that contains video clips. Uh, When the Pirates of the Caribbean sequence is happening, they're showing video of the captain of the pirate ship and you see big video of Big Thunder Mountain, Winnie, uh, uh, sorry, Tigger hopping around, and lots of psychedelic things. When Tinkerbell is making her flight above the castle from the Matterhorn down that way, they actually have an animated Tinkerbell, just tons of little video clips. It's really, really neat. I actually think it could be a show all on its own. You could just line up there and watch them do a projected show set to music in front of Small World. So I'm going to try to hit that on our last night there and videotape it so I can at least have the fireworks from that angle to go along with our taping back in July where we camped out in front of the castle and got one, um, well, about as good as you can get without, well, I guess without being anywhere else. That was a good good place. Nobody was in front of us, so that worked out really good. So that's it for now. Just another quick update from Tuesday. We'll be flying back on Thursday, so tomorrow is the last full day we get to spend in the park. Going to try to get there at 8 a.m. again and hope they do an early entry to let let us at least in on Main Street because I want to capture the rope drop they do during the holiday season, which has a different soundtrack than the rope drop that they have when it's not Christmas time. That's it for now. Thanks for listening, all six of you, and uh, more crappy updates when I get the time. Another crappy podcast production. Be sure to visit anothercrappypodcast.com to learn more about this and other equally exciting <gasps> podcasts. Hmm.